What is up, everybody? This is the Two Guys Drinking Whiskey Podcast. I am Neil. I'm Christopher. I'm Joe. We are three guys drinking whiskey. This is your first time listening to the show. Welcome. We discuss and we drink whiskey from all across the globe. Today, we're going to be drinking some bourbon whiskey. Are we? We is are. It, is it all bourbon? Well, yes. <laughs> okay. It's going to all be bourbon today, but we have a special feature bottle today from Mr. Joe. What'd you bring us, Joe? A little Elijah Craig 18-year. Hey. Very yes. nice. Where'd you get this bottle? Compliments of Stark Sports Shop during their Bourbon Fest. Bourbon Fest. Another Bourbon Fest find. I just like how everybody is so Midwest nice to Joe. <laughs> During when we're online and stuff like that, because he was all wrapped up in a fucking cocoon or in the blanket or whatever, the the sleeping bag, and so like taking him out of it, everybody's like, "Oh, don't worry, we'll we'll save your spot. You just catch up." And like as soon as we started cutting through the line again to catch back up, oh yeah, get out of the way, get out of the way. Like, <laughs> they're they're very very nice. I like I liked it too because normally I'll go in and just hem and haw, and you go in there, you just. You- Picking your bottles and you're buying them and getting out of there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. We're starting with a little bit of the Elijah Craig Small Batch, which is actually a store pick from Starks as well. We did a show on this back in May of 2020. It's actually episode 28, if you want to go back and listen to it. We kind of cover everything about Elijah Craig, the lore with Elijah Craig, supposedly being the first guy to use charred oak barrels and this and that and the other. And we did the store pick up against the original Small Batch. Mm-hmm. Yep. This, this is the control of the group. So is that what we're drinking right now? Yeah, this is the small okay. batch. I didn't know if this was the, the, what's in the bag. Or the, fir- the, the first batch. one's the, the small batch. I, w- I wanted to warm up with this guy, just okay. kind of shoot the it. shit with you guys. But we do have a what's in the bag. Okay. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Hey, hey, what's in the bag? Neil and Christopher, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's, what's in the, the bag? bag? I gotta say, I'm not, I'm not a I'm not a, an Elijah Craig fan, and. Not knowing that this was Elijah Craig when I just started drinking it, I was like, "Ooh, this is it's a little spicy and sweet." I, I kind of like this one. Yeah, this I, is. I wonder what Neil brought. No, oh, fuck, it's my bottle. This is very nice. <laughs> what is that this? I don't like. <laughs> well, I guess I like it now. Okay. Well, if you want to set the the regular small batch off to the side, and uh, we can we can try the what's in the bag if you're ready. I'm 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 enjoying this. Are we supposed to drink this all the way through first? No, you can come back. Jump it, around. This is the control. So this is your this is your base to base the rest of them off of. Alright. So it is a bourbon. I haven't tried this yet either. This is the first for me. Are we staying in Kentucky? We are staying in Kentucky. This okay. is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Okay. Give it a nose. Ooh. Give it a, a deep plunging nose. Yes. A deep plunging. There's no spice to this one at all. It's it's very Ooh. The nose is very... The nose is very, very sweet. Very, very sweet. Almost like amaretto, maybe? I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Like marshmallowy, amaretto-y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit nutty. Like I get a lot of like hazelnuts or something like that out of it, off of the, the, the flavor for me. And it's got a little bit of a, a heat to it, which I like. Hey, it's woody. This is going to be 94 proof. So it's going to be the same proof as the Elijah Craig small batch. We're actually going to go down in proof, I think, because the, the single barrel is only 90 proof. So we can crush all these tonight. <laughs> Joe, Joe's ready to crush it. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here lively. It's very dark. Is it drying for you when you drink it, or is it? It is a little dry at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost a little, maybe a hint bitter. A lot of wood. A lot of wood. I was hoping it'd be sweet. It's not sweet. It smells it, sweet. It does taste sweet to me. 
Really? But not like sweet, sweet. That's what they call me. Sweet, sweet. Sweet, sweet. I'm going to jump back to Elijah Craig real quick and then come back to it. That's what I did too. I gave it a little taste. So is it, we're looking at sub $30 for this one or no? You're what's in the bag. This is going to be double the price. Uh, Double the what's in the bag price? Double what you just said. Okay. So this is going to be 70 bucks. Okay. This is a $70 bottle. Okay. Mm. And I will say that I probably overpaid a Mm. little bit for it. Because it was allocated. Where'd you get it? Went to Highway 61 Liquor. Ah, Go Warriors. They found this bottle. He's like, hold on a second. Stand right there. He's like, we found found a bottle of whiskey for you. I'm like, well, bring it out. Let's see it. 70 bucks, right? 70 bucks. 70 bucks. I've never I've never tried something like this before. Is it a like something from like Castle and Key or something that we've never had before? Or is this falling in line with something that it's it, from Heaven Hill? Is it really? Yes. Okay. I've never seen it in my travels before, so I couldn't say no. It, I, I like it. It's good. It is good. It's not. It, it's not like the because I went to Elijah Craig and back again, and it still holds its own. It's not. It doesn't get like that fake diluted sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. It still, it still stays pretty pure. So, what the fuck is it? Okay. Let's Show me the bottle. Enough with your silly games, Neil. It is. Okay. The Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Toasted gotcha. Barrel. All right. Which is kind of my jam, if you know what I like. I've discussed how I like double oak stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, this is going to be right in that same profile of, of kind of a double finished so what do they do with this one? Is it just the original Elijah Craig and then throw it back into a yes an over-freaking-roasted barrel for another six months or what? So what they do, you know, when it comes to toasted barrels, that's where there's a little bit of difference between a charred barrel, a toasted barrel, and a seasoned barrel. Right. When they season a barrel, it sits outside and it dry ages outside opposed to being, like, kiln-dried. So when they do that, it sits out for... Anywhere from a year and a half to two years, just out in the elements. So sun, rain, snow, anything. Fungus grows on it. It just gets like all this dank stuff. What that does is that gives natural decomposition to the wood. And that helps bring those extra sugars out and those carbohydrates that make sugar. Now, they do that for 18 months. Then they make the barrels. Then they toasted the barrels. Now, what they do with the toasted barrels, it's the same process of charring but they do lower heat for a longer period of time. Okay. So they apply heat for anywhere from 10 to 25 minutes. I think they're doing theirs for around like 15 minutes. Okay. Some other places do a little higher than that, but what that does is that slowly draws those sugars out from the wood. You can get two pounds of sugar out of each barrel of wood in a five-year period. Really? Yeah. Interesting thoughts. That's very interesting. Yeah, so they toast the barrel... So you get all that extra, I guess, sweetness out of it. Yeah. And then they'll give it a light char just to finish it off. So this is going to be straight up Elijah Craig small batch, which is aged in their charred oak barrels for, I think, at least eight to ten years, what their profile says okay. on their on their Heaven Hill website, which fucking sucks, by the way. Go to Heaven Hill's website and try to read anything, and you get just like pop-ups, and it's horrible. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, <laughs> That's so bad. it's pretty fucking bad. So they rebarrel it in these toasted barrels at barrel strength again. And then it sits in there for months. It didn't say like how many months, okay, but sure. less than a year, I'm assuming. And then they, they proof it down and barrel it. So okay. this is what you get. And I think it's delicious. Interesting. At 70 bucks, it was a little higher than I would want to pay for it. And I wasn't sure how good it was going to be, but I think it's 
I think it's good. Because the original Elijah Craig comes in at what, 40-ish? 30, 35, 30, 40? 30, 40 bucks. Small batch? Oh, yeah. fuck. This is like a $25 bottle. Is it? Yeah, this is... Even right now? This is sub 30 bucks. Is it? Yeah, you can get this anywhere. You can get on sale sometimes for less than 20 Really? Yeah, sometimes you can find it for like 19 bucks, But around here, 20 25 bucks is okay. going to be the sweet sure. spot for it. Which is, it's, a, it's one of those basic, like, Elijah Craig Small Batch, Larceny, right. Buffalo Trace. Those are all kind of your base, like, real Kentucky straight bourbons that if you're getting into whiskey for the first time, this is going to be one of those you don't want to pick up. Mm-hmm. It's good for mixing, good for drinking neat. It's an all-purpose, well-rounded bourbon, I would say. And then the, the Toasted Barrel is, it's not really a limited release, but it's very... I've never seen it around here. Neither have I. Yeah. It's super allocated for us, especially. But it's in their big profile of stuff. coming. You know, they've got the Barrel Proof now, which is... That's kind of their hot shit one that I don't think we were the biggest fans of. Right. Yeah, that was a mixer for me. Yeah. And then you got the King, which is the 18-year, which we have now. Okay. So we've done we've done the whole profile of Elijah Craig then on the show? We have, yes. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so if you go back to episode 28, we do, we do the store pick the regular small batch and we do the barrel proof on there as well mm. yeah so. the toasted barrels i don't think i could ever mix it with anything and i don't think i'd want it on ice either i think it just mm. fuck with that flavor a little bit too much and i, if, and I honestly you, love it and if you mixed it with something it, it would just the uniqueness of it would get lost so mm-hmm. i think it needs the way to go it's a great concept i wonder distillery wise i mean you gotta have it's an extra step in the process right so it is, and that's kind of what that's where the price point comes into. Yeah, as where a normal barrel of bourbon uses one new charred oak barrel, this is using two of those barrels. Yeah, so it's double the labor put into it, which I guess would account for double the price. Right, right. If you will, I, I, I mean, if I were to find this again for like fifty-five bucks, I would definitely buy it. Seventy bucks, I'm glad I tried it, but I wouldn't buy it again. It did get a lot of flack initially because it was such a high price for. Essentially, it's just small batch mm-hmm. Elijah Craig with a toasted barrel finish. Yeah, three times the price or whatever you're saying. Interesting. Yeah, about double. You can go to Drizzly and get it for 180 bucks and just have them guys uh, bend you over and take right. your money. Yeah, what so. else are you getting with the <laughs> <laughs> getting a, getting a Norwegian handshake? Yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and mix the uh, toasted with. You're the, mixing already? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I've been in this for. A few minutes and he's already mixed. Yeah, the toast is just a little bit too bold for me. With uh, oh, I like it. It's, how it's it's, it's coming at me a little bit too too it, much. It's enjoyable. It's it enjoyable. is. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you, Joe. I appreciate a bold flavor at a low proof. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yep. Mm. I like it. Thank you. It's good. Happy to share. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Neil. All right. Well, we got another bottle sitting here. So let's 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 get into it. Did we try this last night, Joe? Looks like you guys had a taste. I don't think we did. I think I I think I said let's try it and you're like let's wait till tomorrow. Oh, uh, like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You guys are whiskey sipping without me. Oh my god. I I killed some bottles last night of of uh, scotch. Scotchy scotch scotch. Yeah, it was good. Well, you know, you're watching a movie, you're drinking 80 proof whiskey well, and Yeah. It just goes down on ice. What movie were you watching? Yeah, what movie? We were watching the 50 girl, Shades of Grey. The oh. the girl on the train. Oh, okay. Oh, good movie. And then my glasses kept emptying and so i just like i do a little clacky clack like hold up my glass with the empty ice and like ching 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 yeah do you pause it or are you just like yeah, and then the, and then the glass refills itself yeah yeah nice. <laughs> i'm gonna be married soon so now that's all i have to do <laughs> yeah. <So, laughs> yeah right wifely duties now i just hold up my glass and like clink the ice in the you glass know, you're gonna put that in your vows yep yeah 
Yeah, I, work that in. I work will only. In. I love you so much. Blah blah. And then, according to this document, I'm going to have you sign here in a second. Um, you will fill up my whiskey glass every time I cling it, and service me whenever I want. Write her so. a poem. <laughs> when I sit in my chair and my glass is in the air, and it's empty, and I clink it, that means that I drink it. So get your. <laughs> no, Get that ass up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's let's drink the whiskey. Uh, let's All right, on to the 18-year, huh? Okay, yes. Right. Nose is great. It's got age on it. That's for sure. This one's legal. This one can vote. You can have sex with it without going to jail. This one can yeah. buy buy a pack of smokes. It sure can. Can it? Did you be 21 to buy cigarettes now? I have no idea. Oof, duh. So the nose is great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that nose up to you. I'm a little nose blind right now. But it's rich. I gave it a taste already. I do get a little bit of like coconut on the on the flavor. Don't ruin it for me, Neil. You like the coconut in your in your whiskey. <laughs> you may not like a good almond joy every now and then, but you'll you like it in a whiskey. You're not a middle aged man if you don't enjoy a good almond joy. <laughs> I'm not a middle aged man then. <laughs> you damn near middle aged. This is delicious. I don't think it could be any smoother. It's very smooth. For as much as I don't well, I can't say I don't like Elijah Craig. I'm totally lying now because Maybe it was just the, the, what was it, the barrel proof or whatever the hell it was. That one didn't, didn't do, it, do it for me. But everything today has been great. And then put this on top of it with just smoothing it all out and just refining it and just... You get subtle sweetness. You get the classic. You get a lot of vanilla. You get the woodiness to it. But it's not like cherry sweet. It's like... Do you know it's the oldest single barrel in the world? That's right. It is a single barrel. I forgot yeah. to mention that. So this is a single barrel, eighteen year age stated yeah. whiskey. So this is a big flex. Tells you what barrels on there. Barrel four thousand something or another. Now only if it was cast strength as well. Yeah. Then it'd be super fucking expensive. <laughs> it's ninety proof for a reason. It's because they had to make some goddamn money off this stuff. Yeah. Well, this this bottle runs what one hundred and ten ish or whatever it was. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's like one hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, this was yeah. high. Yeah. This is. This is double what the toasted barrel cost. Right. So we like doubled and doubled again. I want them to come out with the 18 year barrel strength and I'll give them 300 bucks for it. That's where I'm at. Because, <laughs> yeah, that would be the next step. Too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, would yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right now, they would all be. I can't say this, the original small batch. That's not a buy for me anymore. Just because I think there's so much more interesting whiskey out there. I think it's, it's good introduction or it'd be a great mixer. Um, with old fashions and stuff, but for me, Elijah Craig's a no, unless I'm at some type of really shitty liquor store in the middle of nowhere and I have to buy something. Or if you're camping, you're right? Go, like, oh, I guess yeah, yeah, I'm buying yeah. Elijah Craig. If it was a choice between um, Buffalo Trace or Elijah Craig, I'd probably go Elijah Craig. Me too. It's got a little bit more oomph to it. The toasted barrel, I probably would not spend seventy dollars for the toasted barrel, just because it's got that. It's it's a very very rich taste. And with that rich taste, I'd probably want more proof out of it. But that's just, we know what I like. I'm, I like the proof, and, and I don't really like the, the f- I can't say I don't like finish, but it's, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of the other finished whiskeys out there. So mm-hmm. it's just a little too finished for me. If it was higher proof, then I think maybe it'd hit home a little bit more. The 18 years of buy every time. If you don't buy it, then I think you're, you're absolutely crazy. Long story short, by the 18 year. Fair enough. If you've seen all these three on a shelf, you'd pick you'd pick the 18 year. Yeah, but after, what I did in the beginning was I mixed the 
the the original small batch with the toasted barrel. Yeah. Fuck, I'd put that in a decanter. I would drink that for months. Mm. That's excellent. I went back to just a straight toasted barrel, and it is like pure wood. Is it? Like, imagine you have a whiskey barrel in your garage, and you're sanding it mm. to like... Yeah. Do whatever, and mm-hmm. just like all those flavors of, of the barrel are mm-hmm. coming through that so much more. Even the nose changed. Yeah. It's a fun bottle. I really enjoy it. This is the best way to drink whiskey is like put a few of them up against each right. other. Agreed. Agreed. Such a huge range, too. It is. It's the same exact stuff. It's the same mash bill, mm-hmm. which is 78% corn, 12% malted barley, 10% rye. The 18 years just got that extra, mm-hmm. just got that love, that extra age, which it's almost tricky when a when a bourbon gets up to that age. It can get too too bitter, too, sure. too tannic-y. It can get too much. We've had older bourbons that are just kind of... Like the old Fitzgerald? Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of like blah. Do people spend... Two, three, four hundred dollars on this? On Elijah Craig 18 year? Like in the black market, the aftermarket? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. No one would ask for it if some of these prices people are... didn't pay for it at some yeah. point. They do limited releases of Elijah Craig single barrel, which are which are gonna be like twenty one year and stuff like that. But they're not their standard profile. Right. If I was to host a whiskey tasting event of some type, and I think this would be an excellent way to introduce people to whiskey. Because I think it, it, you definitely run the gamut of basic but good, very, very complex and interesting to just refined and just delicious. So I think it's... Yeah, it's a very good way fun. to put it. Super if, fun. If, if you guys were doing a tasting for someone or, 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 or you know, people were buying tickets to go, like what would be the go-to? Because I, I feel like you'd want it to be safe. Good question. What would be the bourbon lineup? It's got to be bourbon. Yeah, let's say bourbon. So, Neil, if you're hosting a whiskey tasting next weekend, next weekend, and people are buying tickets to come to this, and you're saying we're doing a bourbon tasting, what are you? What is your four bourbons that you're going to bring to the table? Hard question. That's a big question. I like it. Well, I'm just gonna say just because this is in front of us, and I kind of set this up before we actually did it. Okay. Because I knew I was getting the toasted barrel. I knew Joe had an 18 year. And I was hoping you still had a small batch, which you did. Mm-hmm. I think this is a perfect representation of what whiskey can do. What you have is the same exact whiskey, starting with the small batch, which is the most easily attainable, the most cost-effective. If you've never had a bourbon of this caliber, this is the definitely the best place to start. And then you've got the 18-year, which is on the complete opposite spectrum. It's well-aged. It's very refined. It's got flavor profiles that you're probably only going to appreciate if you've been drinking whiskey long enough or if you put them up against each other and then you've got the toasted barrel which expresses what people are doing with additional barrel finishes because when you're talking about elijah craig they don't do port barrel finishes they don't do sherry cask finishes they're only giving what they have they're not bringing any other additional flavor to it so even though this is a toasted barrel finish and it's finished in a different barrel it's still a kentucky straight bourbon whiskey they almost had to bring this into their lineup because it was just like oh we've got regular laser craig we've got 18 year we've got barrel proof they needed something else to kind of like diversify what they had right so having a, a barrel finish in their lineup is a really good expression of what they can diversify with or what you can get out of the same distillate, I guess you could say. Sure. Because somebody might say, ooh, I'm not a big fan of 
the 18 year stuff or the highly aged stuff. I'm more of an eight, eight to 10 year kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Or they can say, I really like what comes out of a barrel finish. So they can go out and they can try other barrel finish. Like they can try the old Forester 1910, which is a double barrel finish. Or they can try the Sagamore, which is a double barrel rye. Which the 1910 is just absolutely amazing. Just want to throw it It is. In there. And that's, a, that's, so that's the same thing. It's a. It's a double oaked barrel, Woodford Reserve double oaked, one of my ultimate favorites. Mm-hmm. It just it provides so much more deep, rich, complex flavors that you don't get out of a traditional bourbon. Sure, I think these three are perfect for a tasting. If I were to do it for a group of novices, if you will, yeah, yeah, or, or people who just wanted to know more about some of the subtle nuances of whiskey itself. I got gotcha. you. Same question to you, Christopher. That's that's again. That's a tough question because bourbon's bourbon's not really my 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 favorite right now. I like your idea. Also, sticking with the same mash bill um, for this, but you're only highlighting one brand. Um, where I would turn it around in a different tasting, and I would just play with mash bills probably. Okay, and then I would throw in like one goofy high end one at the end, or so a, I would, or a barrel proof, right? Or I do you know do the do a weeder and then do a a high rye and then go in with a, a basic bourbon and then smack them with something like a stag junior at the end and call it good. Right. So they can see the different profiles and the different mash bills. Okay. Cause I think yeah. that's important as well. So if I had to choose between your idea and my idea, um, I think you'd have to almost do both of them as like a, a journey for anybody that's getting into yeah. whiskey. Cause you got to understand the mash bills and they also got to understand age and what you can do with what that distillate says. You right. know what, what that distillate, distillate can do. What it can do with different barrels and shit like that. So yeah, I like that. I I like I like those answers. I think the only thing I would change is bringing along maybe like a run of the mill. Like a novice would go to the store and be like, "Oh, that's bourbon. I'm going to get it." And it's like just a terrible bottle of bourbon. And like <laughs> right. we've done that. We've done that plenty of times yeah. on the show. That yeah, happens yeah, yeah. no matter yeah. who you are. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah. so like having that as part of the tasting. So you can appreciate the good with the bad. Yeah. Like your control is just awful. It's hard because that's, that's what sticks in your mind too, you know? Like when you when you jump back to that glyph, you know, you start with glyph, you drink something good, and you're like, I'm going to jump back to glyph and see if it's good. And glyph still fucking sucks. Like it kind of sits in your mind for that taste. And you're like, man, glyph sucked. I don't even know what the hell else we drank that night. But glyph, glyph is terrible. Yes, Glyph, you're still terrible. My my idea backfired. No, I think that <laughs> makes a lot of sense though. That that I, bad trick. That yeah. idea is great if you go like the next level. So like do Neil like Neil's idea first, do my idea second, and then throw him a fucking curveball and throw a shitty whiskey in there, so they can now appreciate what's. All right, all right yeah, I, I shouldn't be yeah. buying the the Glyph off the shelf or think, whatever else. Because I think that's like when you think about like you're going to a fancy restaurant. And you you order a steak and you want the steak to be worth it and it's and it's great and your experience is great but then you could go home and like smoke a steak or grill a steak and it and it and it's good too so like what's the difference between the price point and you net like you, when you when you can chew a bad piece of steak along with the good steak then you appreciate the good steak yeah sure even more yeah and you almost have to have them side by side to really like yeah. pick it out yeah too. yeah <laughs> okay one last question. We're doing the tasting, and scotch is on the menu. I like it. The entire idea of the tasting is to the people that are there, you want to take them on a journey. I wouldn't go same brand um, unless you get something interesting like 
Brulati or something like that that has a a good portfolio that's a, appealing could, to most people. Could do the Tokyo Drift again, like we did one night. Yep, I'd probably go regional, and I would take people regional for each tasting. Mm. So you know, do the Isle, do the the Highlands, do, and just bring like a, a heavy hitter from each one of those, probably. Yeah, not do not do anything too fancy, and don't let anything upstage it until maybe the end. Where you bring in, you know, if you do a, a blue label, you know, Johnny Walker for a Highland blue label at the end, then you'd be like, oh, yeah. And that's obtainable for people, and they can go buy that later, or they can mm-hmm. order it at the restaurant and stuff like they that. They can visit so. your gift shop and purchase it on the way out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So I would do regional What if I would did, was to do scotch. Same is if you're doing, like, a intro to scotch. like Because there's a lot of people who want to get into scotch that mm-hmm. are afraid to. Especially people that drink whiskey, I think a lot of people are are afraid of scotch mm-hmm. on a on a novice level. They probably accidentally drank a you know a peated fucking Eilly scotch at one time. Like, nope, never again. Yeah, they probably like tried a Lafroy. Like, oh, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try some. I'm trying Lafroy ten just for shits and giggles, and it was like, whoa, that's fucking horrible. It's a very good idea to show the different expressions from all of the different scotches in the region because each one is a little bit different and that's i do the same exact thing mm. i would you're showing range then yep just give like maybe do like a, a leg of Ulan from isla do a decent you know highland do a decent midland do like a campbellton mm-hmm. just kind of like get all of those then you can figure out what you like yeah and then you can get in more depth and be like all right so we're gonna do a highland scotch tasting and yep. go from there yeah it's kind of like what we do on the show all right question for you joe Pretend you didn't buy the most expensive bottle of the night and tell me which one of these is your favorite and why. Well, it's not the small batch. Fair enough. I'd probably go with the 18-year. But I, I like I like the idea of the toasted barrel. I like that it, it takes the labor, the, the same exact bourbon, and says, all right, we're going we're gonna to do this to it, and it changes it completely. This 18-year is, is definitely, that's a treat. That is a fucking treat. That's not something you're just going to, I mean, unless you can. Like if if you've got multiple bottles and you don't care to, you know whether you crush it or not, it's 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 easily drinkable. Mm-hmm. But oh, it, God, yeah. it does have subtle nuances. It doesn't have like a super intense, long lasting effect where it's like, wow, this is one of the best whiskeys I've ever had in my life. Oh right, but it is still very. It's it, good. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that description. It's an upper class bottle for sure. Yes, yeah. refined, mature. But I'm glad I did purchase the Toasted Barrel. Mm-hmm. So is that the only whiskey you bought then? In the past two weeks, that is the only bottle yeah. I purchased. Yeah. It's been slim pickings out there. It's it's looking yep. at the same shit on the same shelves. Nothing ever changes. And I think the, the, the problem with us, though, is we're, we're whiskey drinkers, but we are also like to explore different whiskeys. And when them different whiskeys just aren't out there and the same shit's just not appealing anymore, it's... Well, what do you do? And I'm hoping my my wife to be is not listening to this right now, but I'm going to describe it as being a young stud in the bar at bar time, and all the allocated bottles are gone. But you're gonna <laughs> you're fucking buying something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're looking around and you, you're seeing these these stray bottles on on the shelf. Like, oh, which one am I going to buy? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> all right. I'm taking one of these bottles home. I, I, get, I, I guess I'll fun. take that one. I, I got, guess I'll take that one. Yep, I got money in the pocket. What am I going to buy? You end up settling for something really fucking gross. And after you buy, you're like, why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> why did I buy this? 
I didn't even need this bottle. Why yeah. did I buy this? Or you're like, this was actually a good time. This L- was lifelong was regret. Some sometimes you get that like, yeah, that was that was fun. I need to get a shot after this, but it was, it was fun. <laughs> Joe, you buy anything lately? You've been in freaking Alabama the whole time. No, I haven't. Yep, Bambalaya. I've been I'm in training mode, so I've been drinking wine and. Do they not let you go in the stores? We we're like in a bubble, so we don't we don't leave the campus, which is probably a good thing because you're like seriously like training. So we'll we'll let you pass on it because. But no, nothing at duty free. Do you even go past the duty free store and be like, no? Because like I I go to Chicago and connect flights. I was there, but lately I've been I've been getting flights where I spend the least amount of time possible at airports. They don't have whiskey vending machines yet in freaking O'Hare. They don't. Fuckers. They're everyone, but everyone, man, everyone loves chilies. I'm like, what is this, 2000? Like, everyone is just slammed in chilies, just hmm. enjoying baby back ribs, enjoying their thing. Yeah. yeah. R- r- super expensive margaritas and shit like that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I remember I bought chips and salsa for like 12 bucks in an airport one day. <laughs> I hate like, oh, I hate air, I hate buying stuff at the airport. I love people watching at airports. I so. love God, yes. love that is good. Love time. I I could live watch. in an airport and just watch people. <laughs> it just it's it's you know honestly I mean? one of my favorite things to do at an airport and like hell just, yeah yeah. I, I sit I like right where everybody walks. So at O'Hare, so I used to fly all the time when I was in the reserves. Yeah, and so we'd be flying to fucking Texas all the time or wherever else. And so every time I went through O'Hare, I'd sit my happy ass right where everybody walks, not in the seats. But I'd sit like where everybody's walking by. I'd sit right on the floor and I'd just watch all these assholes walk by. Like, if people yeah. would walk by like 10, 15 times, like douchebag in the cowboy hat and freaking, you know, hipster looking stuff like that, walking by, or the, the girl who's trying to show off in front of everybody, she's walked by 15 times and you're just oh, like, yeah. Jesus Christ, what yeah. the fuck are these people doing? People beating their kids in front of yeah. you. And- it's, always, it's always the families that are on their like Disney vacation. The parents just look. So miserable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You love your family, but traveling with kids, fuck that. I'd probably let my kid be an asshole in the airport just so I didn't have to deal with them and like keep on telling them, no, Bubby, you can't do this. No, Bubby, you can't do I'm going to pick on Bubby because most likely it's going to be him. You know, those, those parents are like, sit down, Billy. Use your manners, please. And like, it's always like on this kid. And this kid's just like, just get the fuck off of me. And then, I'd, I'd probably let Bubby just run rampant it's and just because punch people in It's nuts. because they're, they have the monkey leashes on them. Like, the only time you ever need a monkey yeah. leash as a parent is when you're at the Grand Canyon and you have a three year old. <laughs> like, that's the only time. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, if your kid could actually die. Yeah. yeah, I'd let Bubby fucking just run wild. We'd probably run wild together. I like to go, when it's crowded in airports, I like to pretend I'm Moses. And I part the Red Sea. Yeah, because I'll, I'll... Do you I'll, just ride in your rugby chair I'll then? Fi- no, I'll just find... <laughs> Fuck a, you guys. <laughs> I'll find a swarm of people, and I play the will they... I'll play the chicken game with You're them. You're just like, I'll excuse me. Oh, no, I don't, coming, I don't coming say at a you? word. They're coming at me. I'm coming towards them, and I'm like, I'm staying my ground. And then I go, and I go straight, and... And they all just part. And they get yeah. out of my way, wow. and then I feel really good about myself. <laughs> you feel good about yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. It's fun. I was a good asshole today. Yeah, you're doing the Lord's work by doing that too, because it <laughs> it it gives people like oh yeah humility. People are mad at the airport too. Like people people go to the airport and all of a sudden they just turn it the worst version of themselves. Yeah, they're really mad. Yeah, all the time. Or if there's a baby crying, super stressed. Heaven out, forbid yeah. a baby cries on a plane. They're just oh. You scoff. Mm-hmm. Why did you bring that thing? 
I was on the plane. How, how was your flight? I had a fucking crying baby behind me, and then I had to sit next to this really fat person. Have you ever it's like? Have you ever oh, a- no, really. You're not gonna be fucking positive about anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was 18 when I flew for the first time. When I broke my neck and I, and I was like trying to figure out how you fly with a wheelchair. Yeah, I looked up like some random. April and I were watching like some random like videos of people flying. Okay, I'm gonna need this and this and this and this. And I, me and my mom went to fly to Louisiana to see my sisters. And so we went to the airport. And it was my first time flying since my accident. We went to the airport with like extra pillows, a sliding board, oh, really? baby powder, like every, the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> Everything you may possibly need. Yeah. Over I plan. mean, basically, yeah. Basically, my mom's pushing me to the airport and I'm like her human dolly with all this stuff packed up. To, like, it's just <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Oh, man. In wheelchairs, you have an aisle chair that you transfer onto. Right. It's like this tiny little aisle chair that you fit in the middle of the plane. And I'm like, all right, cool. This, this is not what they saw in the video. The video, the guy just like went right on the plane and it was a bigger plane. They wheeled right into the thing and jumped in a seat. So I'm in this aisle chair and, and looking at the people helping me and they're like, all right, can you transfer? I'm like, ah, at that point I was really fat still. So I was like, eh, I don't think so. Um, so they helped me and then I'm like, well, who's going to help me get off the plane? I was all worried, whatever. They're like, oh, there'll be people in this in this uh, town to help you. And this, and we got blah, you. Blah, blah. We got you. So I was like, cool, man, cool. All right, good. All right. So I get to the next city, and we're transferring planes. On comes two people to help me. One guy was like ninety years old, <laughs> like literally, like like one of those old guys you see at a baseball game that's mm-hmm. carrying on that. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm living my life. And then the other guy has one arm, and I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, how? And I cannot transfer myself at this point. I'm like, how in the hell am I going to get into my wheelchair? And the one arm, the old man's like behind me, and he's like, all right, I got you, man, I got you. And the one arm guy's trying to, he's got his one arm and just trying to click the belts and all that stuff. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Like an old person and a crippled dude trying to help another cripple. But like, did they get you? So the old man goes, hey, he's I'm here gonna, now. They I'm going gonna, to lift you from the back. I got you, and I'm going to. Just so you know, I'm really big. I'm I'm not I'm not light. He's like, I, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you can. <laughs> I got and you, he sir. Goes, he goes, all right, count of three. The one-armed man's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. he's like got his one arm underneath my knees. <laughs> the right? one-armed man. The one-armed man. And then he goes, one, two, three. <gasps> I've lifted like an inch. <laughs> <laughs> Lifted an inch, and he's like, "You are pretty heavy." And I'm like, "Sounds so like they t- didn't get you." No, they had to call in one yeah. more person to go, <laughs> come and scrape me off my seat That's and so my chair. Sounds like yeah. the time we had to get you up the stairs when we were all really drunk that one time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ooh, oh, this is gonna be tough. Yeah. At least you didn't get hit by Harry Carey, a guy I work with. He was in an airport, and he got hit by a golf cart from because because <laughs> ah. Harry Carey ah. Ah. the. Describe what Harry Carey Cubs, is. He's the Cubs announcer. He's, yes, he's, he's like the most he's the guy. recognizable figure in... Drink, like, drink Budweiser. And yeah. Booth, he's yeah. got the big old glasses and, you know, seventh inning stretch. You name it. He's, exactly. He's the man. So Harry Carey will not let anybody drive the golf cart in the airport. Like, he will not let the attendant drive. Oh, okay. That's okay, like okay. his thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but he's... <laughs> but he's, he's probably all, fucking drunk as shit, yes, too. Yes, exactly. He's, Coke all, glasses. He, he's always drunk. Yeah. yeah. So... This, this guy I work with, he was like, "Wow, I got I got hit in the airport by Harry Carey." <laughs> I'm like, "What? You got to tell me this story." <laughs> Apparently, like Harry Carey was just fucking rolling around, drunk as drunk as shit on yeah. his golf cart, and like knocked him over. Really? I'm like, you should get that made as a T-shirt. Yeah, if that would happen today. That'd be national news. Oh like, yeah, you know right. what I mean. Hashtag 
It's a great. Carry. That's a great party story. It is. Yes. And you can't really one up that one. No. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you could. You could. One yeah. up. Like I, when I go to the airport, I I pretend I'm Moses and I part the flesh sea. <laughs> the flesh. Sea. The sea of flesh. Sounds gross. What about next week? What should we do next week? I don't know. What the fuck is next week? Well, here's the deal. If you're listening, if you're, you've been on this journey this whole time with all our crazy stories, you're still with us. Thank you. We are going to be taking a little break because we got Easter coming up, and then I'm getting married. That's yay! Yay! Neil's taking the plunge. Like, yep, I'm joining the club. Stuff falls from the ceiling. Yeah. Confetti. So, so that's two weeks we're going to take off, and then when we get back, before we talk about what we're going to do when we get back, I have a confession to make. Ooh. Don't what? get upset. I like confessions. You're not going to like this confession. Okay. Okay, so here's the deal. I was working on the last episode. Huh. Oh, boy. We've heard, that. We've heard this <laughs> yes, story. Is this a rerun? Oh, Is this a rerun? What was the last episode? Hold on. So the last episode we did was a Rye episode where we did the... It was E.H. Taylor Rye. Right. And it was the Wilderness Trail Rye. And it was a great show. Mm-hmm. And I did not save it. When I left the basement where we record. <laughs> we weren't even drunk. I know, exactly. Wow. I don't know why I didn't fucking save it, but I was working on it like during the week. Sure. I, I get a little time. I like I edit and I get everything ready. Well, I was going to finish it off and I open my laptop and I see my laptop had restarted. I'm like, why did my laptop restart? That's weird. Oh, I, 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 damn it. I lost all my editing that I did. <laughs> so I look, I try it. Then I'm like, the episode's completely gone. What? I forgot to save it. <laughs> So you're in there editing it the whole time without saving it. And right. And the, the poof gone. Which okay. is, I've done that before with a Japanese whiskey episode. Mm, yeah. And I, I vowed I would never do that again. <laughs> yeah. And I did. So I deleted the rye episode that we were supposed to be okay. delivering. But instead, you're getting this nice Elijah Craig episode. Okay. So I think our next episode we should do should be a nice Tough Flex rye episode. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we got some flexing to do. Yeah, just make sure when you're flexing to hit that save button. Fucking save button. Yes. Especially if it's going to be an expensive battle show. Like, we need to make sure we we save it. And uh, today as well, because this is gold. Yes. This, this has is, been fun talking with you guys. Yeah. So, the, yeah I'm, I'm great. I'm down in this freaking mix nonstop. After last night, I didn't think I was going to enjoy whiskey tonight, but I definitely do. Yeah. You gotta poop a couple times, eat a couple Twizzlers, yeah. and then get to go. Twizzlers? <laughs> do you eat Twizzlers while you're... Do you have a bag of Twizzlers while you're pooping? It's yes. Like, yeah. I was telling you guys a story yesterday, but I got this lady at work. It's like Wayne's World? This... this Yeah. Th- those are red vines. That's different. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this lady at work, she... Like, we're on, like, a Zoom meeting or whatever, and all of a sudden she opens up this Ziploc bag, and... She, she's like this 50 some year old lady and she's just she's jamming out the music in the background and like sweet gaming chair and stuff like that and all of a sudden sure as shit she opens up the Ziploc bag it's like oh she's gonna eat some breakfast cause it's 8 o'clock in the morning or whatever and this bitch just, she starts eating fucking Twizzlers I was like oh my god really and I'm like hey you got, you got, you got something to share through Zoom you know just kind of being dumb and you know she laughs it off and she plows down those Twizzlers and starts like she has a sucker next and then then after that, she's got, like, another piece of candy. She's eating candy all day long. And so I kind of give her shit about it a little bit. I'm like, oh, how's that soda taste? She's like, oh, it's good. It's Diet Coke. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Oh all that sugar you just freaking <laughs> pounded down, and you think you really need a diet soda? Just hilarious. Yeah. You, you get to Twizzlers. see the other side of people's lives that most of us don't. Mm-hmm. 
because you're you work with people online. So he's like, yeah, right. you see into their houses and shit like that. Yeah, that's fucked up. Whenever I see people with the cat in the background, I I go straight to stereotypes on the cats. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cat person <laughs> at all. <laughs> that's why I think it today too. So there's this lady who I'm friends with. I used to work with or whatever, yeah. and she's now recently single type of thing and she's like you know being single is like the most empowering best thing in my life blah blah blah. and then sure shit everybody who comments is like a single person with like cats in the background of their photo it's like well that's exactly either why you're single or you know it's you gravitate towards cats if you're a single person it's just so freaking funny seeing people's lives all right so what is next week is is well not next week but it's well, I made my confession that right. I deleted that last episode. I don't know if we talked about it or not, but yeah, we'll do we'll do the Tough Flex episode. Okay. With the rye. As long as I don't delete this episode, you can expect this two weeks from when you hear this one. Great whiskey tonight, guys. If you like what you heard out there, make sure you check us out on Instagram, Two Guys Drinking Whiskey Podcast. Check us out on Facebook as well. If you're listening wherever, make sure you hit subscribe. Is that it? That's it. Wait, there's something else you normally say. Yeah, I feel like there's... Yeah, you're missing something. Yeah, your last little speech there was usually like, Hey guys, hey, if you like what you heard, give us a five-star review. Oh, maybe... You didn't say five-star review, did you? Yeah, I don't do the review missed. anymore. Ah. Oh, you don't do the review anymore. But I do tell people, also, if you really like what you heard, make sure you tell a friend about us. Okay. Bring one friend with us on our journey with us. Invite a friend to Whiskey Church. Whiskey Chapel. That should be at least a... A whiskey... Yeah... Oh, we should probably coin that quick before somebody else Whiskey Chapel. Whiskey Chapel. And we could release it every Sunday. Hallelujah, everybody. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Cheers. We'll see you in two weeks. Couple weeks. Three weeks. Maybe. No, can I add? Two weeks. Neil's going to fornicate. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) 